Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. We'll pause there because he says, before I formed thee, before I formed thee. Nobody ever creates anything of substance without first thinking the process through. He says, before you actually were manifested, I was thinking about you and I had you on my mind. This is what God is saying through the prophet. He's saying before you were actually formed, before the procreation process took place, how many know that you had to have been procreated, meaning you had to have had to be a, a seed and an egg that was fertilized through a process called procreation but before then, God knew you. We'll pause there for a minute because sometimes people only think of their existence as to when they were born and they think their existence stops when they die, when that's not true. We are eternal creatures, eternal beings who serves an eternal God. And because God is eternal and because eternity does not have a beginning nor does it have an end, you were something before you came into being. All right, well, just get that thought in the back of your mind. You were something in the mind of God. You literally had purpose. You had destiny. God had an intention for you before he put you here. And that's the reason why he waited until 19 whenever you were born. And if you were born in the 2000s, there's some 2000 babies in here. God knew then what he knows now about you and your future that is yet to come. You see, the thing about God is that he doesn't do things haphazardly and it's not by mistake. You weren't born in the wrong family. You didn't get a chance to show up in somebody's womb and God said, oops, made a mistake. Let me put you over in somebody else, else's womb. If you were a twin, God meant for y'all to share that space until you got into the earth. Think about that. If you were a triplet, all three of y'all was just bunched up in there until you can get out. And so God knew exactly what he was doing. God knows what he's doing. It says, before I formed you, I knew you. Notice it says, I knew you. I knew you, not I know you now, but I didn't know you then. He didn't say, I forgot about you, and you just came back to my remembrance when you showed up in the earth. So that means that you were on God's mind from the beginning. You're on God's mind now, and you'll always be on the mind of God. That's important to know because when you talk about kingdom assignments, you got to know that it wasn't by happenstance that you showed up on the earth when you showed up on the earth. We're called to the kingdom for such a time as this. Now unto him who's able to do exceeding and abundant. And so when we think about time frames, he says, I knew you before you came out of the womb. He says, I knew you before I formed you in the belly, and I knew you before you came out of the womb. That's two times that he recognized knowing you. So he knew the canal that you were going to take. He knew the journey. He knew if you was going to get trapped in there for a few hours and give your mother a lot of pain. He knew it. He knew how big your head was and just how far she would be able to dilate to get you out. If you came out from the top or the bottom, he knew it. He says, before you came out of the womb, I sanctified you. Wow, that's an interesting concept that, you know, we had to get saved. We had to give our life to the Lord. Some of us struggle with that right now. But you were sanctified based on this prophetic word. This is a universal and a global word to the people of God. He says, I sanctified you and I ordained you a prophet into the nations. Now, he's speaking specifically of Jeremiah's job, his role, his assignment, but he's also speaking to the children of Israel. And how could it be then that he would speak so collectively such a specific thing? Look at somebody and say, you're ordained to be a prophet. 
That was a question. That was a question. You don't even have to answer the question because some of you don't feel very prophetic. In fact, I shared in Sunday school this morning that most people feel pathetic as opposed to prophetic. And the pathetic feeling comes from the word pathology or pathological. And there are people who have these constant patterns of sympathy, patterns of pain, patterns of hurt, patterns of rejection. And so we're more pathetic than prophetic. That's not an insult. That's an observation. What happens is that as sinners, we're born into sin, we have a pathetic perspective that we're just pitiful and we need a God to save us. And once we come into Christ, we become new and our minds are to be renewed. The Bible tells us to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. And some of us never finish the process of having the renewed mind. So therefore, we don't recognize our kingdom assignment. And instead of being prophetic, we become pathetic even as adults. Now, a child is pitiful. You pity a child that can't take care of himself. But when that child grows up and puts away childish things, the child is no longer pathetic unless the child is an adult that's still doing childish things or not manifesting the full adultness that's a word of his or her capacity. And so he said, I ordained you a prophet to the nations and to the nations and to the nations. He didn't say, I just called you to black people. He didn't say, I just called you to white people. He didn't say, I just called you to the Hispanic nations. I just called you to Asia. He says, I called you to be a prophet to the nations. And I'm speaking about kingdom assignments because everybody in here has the potential to be a prophet to the nations. Everybody in this room, from the baby to the eldest, you have the potential. Not everybody maximizes its potential. Do you know those cars have the potential to get us to California and Chicago? But unless somebody drives the car, it's not going anywhere. They're just sitting there in the parking lot. Look at somebody, nudge them and say, wake up, don't just sit there. You got potential. I want to activate some of the potential. Okay, the sixth verse says, then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a child. Jeremiah confesses that even though God spoke to his potential, his immediate response was to deny the potential and says, I cannot speak because I'm immature. I don't know enough. I'm a child. Last I checked, Jeremiah was well in his 80s when he got this prophecy with his grown self talking about I am a child. God said, no problem. My word says that except you come to the kingdom as a child, you can't be a part of me anyway. So child check, good. So there's no, there's no excuse to say that I'm a child. There's no excuse to say I'm, I'm novice. I don't know enough. I'm immature. Well, that, that's not a problem for God because the potential that's on the inside of you is greater than what you've manifested to this very point anyway. Because if you manifested everything there was for you to manifest, there'd be no need for you to still be here. You'd be in the other part of eternity. And you know the other part of eternity, right? There's a ritual. We give you a big send-off. Put you in a box, roll you down, celebrate, dance around, put flowers on top, drop you in the ground, put some dirt on, and hope you don't get cold. I know, that sounds really callous, isn't it? I want to make it insignificant. Because it's more important for you to live than it is for you to die. It's more important for you to accomplish some things while you have breath in your body than when you slip into eternity. You're talking about, Lord, I did great works in your name. No, 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 no. Now is all you have. You don't have any influence on what happens on the other side of this. All you have is now. And so I'm going to try to encourage or inspire you to live the best life that you can live right now. It says, I said, I said to the Lord, I'm but a child. I cannot speak. Now, he was speaking to the fact that he felt inferior to the call to be a prophet to the nations. He felt inferior. He said, I can't speak. He said, I didn't tell you to speak. I told you to prophesy. I didn't tell you to line up and become somebody's, you know, itinerant speaker. I just want you to be a prophet to the nations. He didn't even say that you had to go to the nations. He said, I want you to be a prophet to the nations. I need you to do something that justifies your thought, 
my thought of you in my mind and in the womb and even through the process, I need you to do something to make good on what I started in you. I'll get back to that in just a minute, but I want to make sure you know that that's what God is saying to you today. You got to make good on the fact that you're here. You got to make good on the fact that he allowed you to make it through 8 billion cells. 8 billion cells traveled and you're the one that made it. You're the one who made it. Yeah. Even if you're a twin, y'all shared the space. And so it says this, it says this, seventh verse, but the Lord said to me, say not, I am a child for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. So stop saying you can't do it because you're inadequate. Stop saying you can't do it because you're a novice. Stop saying you can't do it because you're too young. Stop saying you can't do it because you're a child. Stop saying you can't do it. He says that I will send you where I want you to go. And you're going to go where I send you. Some of us never dreamed we'd end up where we are right now, but God sent us here. I would have never imagined 20 years ago, 15 years ago, that I would be in Grand Rapids pastoring a church. Somebody told me I couldn't do it. Somebody told me I wasn't pastoral material. Some people say, well, you really got to, you know, got to wait till you get to preach in you. You're not a preacher. You know, when you get to preach, you know, because people want a preacher. They need somebody to really preach. You know, you gotta, you'll gotta. you get it when you grow up. You'll get old. You know, when you get older, you'll get it. Eventually, you'll get it. I'm still waiting to get it. But as far as me not being able to pastor, that wasn't my call to make in the first place. All I needed to do was say yes. Remember, it was a call from God, not from man. If man called us, then man can uncall us. Yeah, just like manufacturers make a car and then they have a recall on the car. Yeah, I'm so glad that God made me. And he's not into the recall business. He's not going to recall me. Tomorrow. Oops, I forgot to put a safety belt where it needed to be. I forgot to, you know, your mechanisms are going to mess up and I need to refurbish you. God don't make junk. He don't make mistakes. He don't make, you know, haphazard decisions. In fact, you were fearfully and wonderfully made and your soul knows it quite well. You know that you were made for more than this. You know that God put you here. You know that God orchestrated your steps. Even when you left and came back, you knew that God had something to do with it and you didn't do it just because your mama said it or your daddy said it. You did it because God said it. And something on the inside of each of us as believers constrains us to go where God says go, do what God says do, and to become what God wants us to become. I'm the only one to believe that? Okay, so, so he says, don't say it. You shall go where I send you. You'll do what I tell you to do. Whatever I command you, you'll speak. Be not afraid of their faces. Whose faces? Look at somebody and say, whose faces? Somebody else, whose face? All of the faces. All of them. Even the people that's two-faced it. Oh, you do know some of them, right? You know some people that'll look you in your face and tell you a lie. Don't be afraid. Even when you get back in their face, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. He says, don't draw back because the situation doesn't look like it's in your favor, for I'm with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. Now, here's another aspect. I can't skip over this kind of stuff as a teacher. If he says that I'm going to be with you to deliver you, it means that you're going to be in some situations that you need to be delivered from. I mean, the fact that he prophesied and said, I'm going to deliver you indicates that you're going to be in situations where you need to be delivered. Look at somebody and say, we all need to be delivered sometime. It says, then the Lord put forth his hand and he touched my mouth. Take your hand and put it on your mouth. Don't touch nobody else's mouth. Put it on your mouth. Yeah. It says he reached out and he touched my mouth. Now, try to say some words with your hand over your mouth. It's muffled. It's a little muffled, right? It's a little muffled. So, so God wants to filter your words with his hand on your mouth. 
He wants to stop you from saying stuff that would have come out of your own mouth, and he wants to influence your mouth with his hand. The hand of the Lord be upon you. Does that sound familiar? I think I've prayed it over everybody in this room that's been on the altar. I pray that the hand of the Lord will be on my mouth so that when I speak, I speak what the Lord says. You hear the filter? The filter is that the hand of the Lord is going before me so that I won't speak my own words because when it's my own, when I want to say, when I feel like giving them a piece of my mouth, when I just got to tell you how I feel, and if you ever say that to me again, I'm a, you can't wait. Wait, the next time I see her, I'm a, you know what? Give her a piece of your mind? <laughs> That's the problem. You're giving away too many pieces. Well, no, the real problem is that it was in pieces. The second part of the problem is that you were able to give pieces away. And then you're going to try to gather them back up. What if everybody gave you back a piece of your mind that you gave to them? You'd explode. You just couldn't even handle it. You said, I had to get that out and make space for some more. Some more what? I'm not a psychologist, but I could play one on television. I honestly believe that we need to rethink some things. Let's rethink this. It says, see, I have this day set thee over nations. There that is again. He already said, I set you over nations. Nations are kingdoms. Kingdoms are places that royalty lords over or has dominion. I don't have time to go to Genesis, but I know you know the story, right? That when God created man and woman, he created them in his image and after his own likeness, he says, have dominion. He said, multiply, subdue the earth. You got kingdoms in you. You got kingdoms to reign over. You have kingdoms to rule. Kingdoms, they could be entrepreneurial kingdoms. They can be business kingdoms. They can be ministries there. You got kingdoms that you are to rule over. I set you this day over nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down and to build and to plant. It's underlined so you can go back and read it in detail that you have a responsibility to do some rooting up and some pulling down and some destroying and some throwing down and some building and some planting. Do you know you haven't lost your job because you sow your tithes into the house of the Lord? And if you lost your job, you got another job and God provided for you in the midst of your unemployment and gave you opportunity to do a self assessment and rewrite your resume so that it can reflect who you really are. You've been listening to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us 616-974-9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nation's Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals, families, and our communities, we believe there is hope.